There we go. Good morning. It's a good morning. It's a good morning. Yeah. Every day is a good day, isn't it? No, you're not too sure about that. Some days you wonder if you should have got out of bed. Is that the truth? Boy, you're a hearty on that one, Stephanie. Yeah. 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 I hope we can have a little fun. Somebody said God has a sense of humor. He made you. I don't know where that came from. We are human, aren't we? So human. Too human to care to admit at times. <laughs> well, guess what? God knows all about it. He knows exactly how you're made. knows exactly what you're thinking. And he's called us to walk with him, trust in him. I've chosen this, I mean, kind of on this theme, I don't know if you've noticed, but kind of a little bit of a faith theme. Remember we talked about the, the mother who had faith, Hannah. We talked last week about empowered faith. We talked a little bit about Pentecost and uh, the move of the Holy Spirit from the early church. And I thought, we'll just kind of keep going with the faith thing. So I got to thinking and praying. Well, Lord, sometimes just the way it works, it'll just, it'll just pop into my head. Sometimes it, it doesn't always pop into my head. We're digging and I'm finding these things kind of as I go along. But this kind of came to me, faith, faith that works. Now, you can take that a couple of ways. Faith works, right? Faith does work. I believe God, I believe God is able to do anything in, in, inside of his will. God is all-powerful, all-knowing. He absolutely is, nothing is too hard for him. Faith works. But on this, this particular word, word we're going we're gonna to go at it from the angle, because James says, without works, our faith is dead. Now, maybe I need to clarify, first of all, none of us are going to get to heaven by being good enough. Let's just clear that up. Let's just clear the air for that, because none of us can ever obtain what we ought to become in ourselves. So we find that in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for by grace you have been saved. It is the gift of God, through faith. Not of yourself, not as a result of works, that no one should boast, for we are his workmanship. Now we have to read on, finish the verse, verses. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. Oh, that means, oh, once I come to Jesus, he has things he wants to do through you and I. Could it be that I'm never out of a job? I don't look at it as a job. I look at it as a calling. A walk with Jesus. Not something I have to do, something I want to do. 
You will never work another day in your life with that attitude. You get to work. Ah, some of you are saying, well, okay, I'm already on overload. What's he want to ask to do today? <laughs> uh, what needs to be done around the church and so on and so forth? Uh, no condemnation. What Jesus is getting, uh, getting to us, he wants to get to us so he can get the work done through us. Does that make sense? First and foremost, most important, I must know him. My part is to love God. His part is to lead and direct. Because he absolutely knows all things, right? He knows the beginning to the end. He knows everything that's in between. He knows all things that you're going through right now. He says, follow me. Trust in me. So we'll read the text, James chapter 2. There's a little, little letter, power, powerful little letter in the book of the Bible in the New Testament, James chapter 2, verse 14. We're jumping kind of in the middle of things here. Right off the bat, verse 14 says, What use is it? He's talking about faith. He's got faith on his heart. What use is it, my brethren, if a man says he has faith, but he has no works? Can that faith save him? And he gives an example. If a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food, one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warm, be filled. Yet you do not give them what is necessary for their body. What use is that? Even so faith has no works, is dead by being by itself. Let's have a good day, fella. Hope you get better and hope you don't starve and you know you have the reason that's what he's getting at he said take it to the next level be doers of the word as james says in another place that's what he's getting james is practical putting putting rubber to your faith he's putting wheels on your faith and so action is coming out of of a person that is in it is abiding in the vine. John's Gospel, chapter 15. We're abiding in the vine. He's the what? Vine. We are the what? The branches. Everyone do this. The branches. Ah, oh, you're the branches. Now, what's coming out of the branches? Fruit. Ought to be fruit. Well, what's the fruit? Kindness. Love that goes beyond condition, unconditional forgiveness, gentleness. All these nine fruits of the Spirit listed in Galatians. I think it's in the fifth chapter, right? Fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. Oh, my goodness. How are we doing with our fruit? Better yet said, how are we doing with our vine? Are we attached? Are we digging? Are we clinging? And the vine. He is the vine. He is the source. You and I cannot do it in our own strength. Ministry will burn out. 
But oh, when I've been with Jesus, he replenishes and he refills me. Just as we talked last Sunday about the empowering of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we, had a, we had a little glitch in our go-kart. Not a go-kart, I guess it's more like a, it's a Tesla. It's a golf cart. I had you going. The golf cart needed new batteries. Now, you don't mind if I tell you the story, Nathan? Okay, come on. The batteries weigh about, what, 50 pounds? And they're right tight and all synchronized with negative, positive, negative, positive. I believe that's the way it goes. They took a picture of how the old ones were in there, and then surely we got them in there right. Mm, nothing. No light, no beep, nothing. So we go through our rigmarole, kind of, what did we do wrong? What are we doing wrong? A brother-in-law gets involved, not, not Dan, another one, and we, we tried hot wiring and we tried everything, you know, nothing. So my good friend Mike and his son figured it out. We had cable, not right, so stalled everything out. We've got to be in the right source, right? We've got, so we're good to go. Carrie's elated, was that the right word? Elated, delighted, she don't have to walk around camp. That's the whole reason we have the thing in the first place. So she can scoot around. And I get to drive it once in a while, if I'm lucky. She likes to drive it. And I bumped a rock last summer. Oh, bad person, bad person, bad person. You are a bad, bad husband. I scraped it. Are you kidding? And I always can hit that eye, you know, just get right on. Cool. Look up in the mailbox and, you know, just. But you get to that age where you don't have your edge. You're not quite as quick on your feet and all this good stuff. You took for granted when you were young. But back to the faith thing. We have to get this in perspective. I do not work for my salvation. It's paid for. But because of his work on the cross, and he had provided for me a way to heaven, therefore, he is calling us to become his hands to become his feet, to become his servants. And he even calls us not only servants, but friends. Friends. We become family. We become heirs of the kingdom. Joint heirs with Jesus. All heaven awaits for those. Now there is reward for our service. Though we don't work for necessarily to get any kind of recognition. But God is keeping record. And he knows your heart, even to the point where he said, if you give someone a cup of water, it is recognized in the kingdom. Faith is dead without works. This is what James is telling us. James and Paul have two different angles. They're just... They're, not, they're not contradicting each other. They're complementing each other. 
Paul is describing in Ephesians that faith in Jesus through grace is our salvation. But then we have been created for good works. The Good Samaritan will read a little bit. You know this story, don't you? Good Samaritan, as we've come to know it, Luke's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 30. Jesus replied, said, A certain man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, fell among robbers, and they stripped him, beat him, and went off, leaving him half dead. Not a good day. And by chance, a certain priest was going down on that road, and when he saw him, he passed on the other side. Oh my goodness, this is a religious person. This is a person that should have faith. This is a person that should have compassion. They don't want to get involved. But a certain Samaritan, oh, it was a Levite too, also. Certain priest, then there was a Levite also. Same thing, came to the place, saw him pass on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, who was on a journey, came upon him. When he saw him, he felt compassion, came to him, bandaged up his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them, and put, put him on his own beast, brought him in an inn, to an inn, and took care of him. How many like those kind of people? Get my hearing aid. Last night, Friday night, it wasn't last night, it was Friday. I, I was rescued. It was 10.30 at night. And I have had this vibration in the old pickup truck, you know, for quite a few months. Can't quite find it, you know, it's like, well, it's, everything's tight. It's like, just drive it. It was really getting bad. Pulling the bobcat and getting this is really bad. I hope it makes it home. Kaboom, kaboom, You know what I'm saying? The drive shaft breaks off from the differential. Well, if you're still, if you keep it in drive, it's going to go whip, 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 and break things. And so I threw it in neutral, I think, coasted to a stop. It's 10:30 at night. I hesitated to call. My friend, I will understand. No answer. Okay. Maybe he'll call back. I'll call again. And then he answered. Gary, what's wrong? <laughs> he knew it in the sound of a if he was calling me the second time, there's something wrong with this. What'd you do? What happened? It's like this. Well, I'm on the road. I, I, I'm a, I found the vibration in the truck. Uh, it, 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 it come off. You need to bring, uh, if you come, can you come? Yeah, I'll, I'll come. And, and bring your spray stuff that loosens rusty bolts. And probably better bring your tools. I have some, but don't count on it. He had compassion on me. 
love people like that. They're heroes. They're heroes. I had thoughts, well, I can unload the bobcat and shuttle all my stuff over here in the ditch and then drive the mile to my house load the bucket with all the tools so nobody takes them. But why, why do that if you can get help? So the Norwegian and me had to back off and cry for help. Yeah? Some of you are smiling. You know what I'm talking about. You could fix it. You could do it yourself. You don't need no help. Granted, we need to help. We need to be, make ourselves available. At times we need to show up. There's times when God is calling you and I to assignments. There's times when you're bumping along in life, all of a sudden you feel this burden to, to call somebody or whatever it may be, send a card, somebody reach out. There is a work to be done. God is for work. Come on. God planted Adam and Eve in the garden. What? To cultivate the garden. To care for it. I believe there's going to be work in heaven. I, 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 I'm just kind of, we don't have scripture necessary. To, but I believe we're going to be serving. We're going to be happy. We're going to be filled with the joy of the Lord. We're going to have supernatural strength. And we're not going to get tired. We're not going to become weary. We're not going to have the pain of this world. And we're not going to have death in heaven. There's no more of that. Faith here now is required. Faith is absolutely essential. And how we... How... How do we reflect the Lord is because of Jesus in our heart we want to. Out of the heart we come with a willingness to say yes. Jesus had compassion when he saw the multitude. He preached to them, taught them for many, many hours. And they said, we have a problem here. Disciples, hey you guys, we got to feed these. Well, you know, that was another lesson. Jesus demonstrated connecting the dots, putting into action. When you feed people, they're more likely to come back. When you feed the hungry, you get their attention. When you fix their cars without cost, you do something that reflects the heart of God to lift up and to encourage. The body of Christ is Jesus living in people. And our hands and the feet, you have been gifted. Some of you have been gifted various gifts, talents, and things that you're good at. And God works with you. Verse 22 in the text. Back to James. Works with us. Second point. 
faith working with works. It's kind of a tongue twister. Faith working, I probably should have said faith working with us, but faith working with your works. That's the message. That's the point. We look at that verse 22, the second chapter, and it says, you see that faith was working with what? We have to back up. Abraham is in is the subject. He's the person, verse 21, that the, James describes Abraham, our father, was justified by works when he offered up Isaac, his son, on the altar. Let me ask that question. You see that faith was working with his works, and as a result of the works, faith was perfected. Interesting verse. In other words, our faith can grow. In other words, our faith may be very, very small. But we start with what we have. And we exercise that faith, and pretty soon we begin to grow a little more in our faith. We pray about something, or we trust God, and God shows up and provides for you. If the truck would have broke down on another place, that would have been a harder desperation. Yeah. God, I think, saw the whole thing. And he said, here's where he, he needs help. And I know how we're going we're gonna to fix this. We're going to get to the bottom of things. And so, oftentimes, hindsight 2020, you're going through life and you say, you look back, we heard it this morning about a potential accident. Some will say, well, that was just coincidental. Well, wait a minute. Are we walking by faith? Probably, if we're walking by faith, God is orchestrating. It's, wait a minute, we need, to, we need to avoid this accident. I don't know how to explain it. When we don't know how to explain it, God knows. And that, we like to say, is a God thing. And God is already ahead of us. He's already ahead of the game. He already sees the... The answer before you pray about. He already knows what you're going to pray, but he's working by the Spirit of God. We take Rahab. We don't know a whole lot about Rahab, but that she was a sinner. It just so happens Rahab is in the hall of faith in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Rahab was a harlot, verse 25, justified. She was justified, Why? Because she sent the spies, she hid the spies that came to the, the city of Jericho that they were going to destroy. And her house was on the wall and she made a deal with the spies so that they could escape. And then the deal was that they would not, they would not harm her. It says, when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way, for just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without. What a comparison. Oh my goodness. The body is dead without the spirit. That is death. The spirit leaves the body. The body is lifeless. So what James is saying, if we say we love God, if we say, Lord, I'm going to follow you, then... He wants us to demonstrate by our actions, by our feet on the ground, by practical ways serving him. God is always at work. I happen to believe this. I happen to 
uh, you know, just be kind of going along in my life, and we're in Palisade, and I happen to be working over here one day, and I happen to sense that God is saying, you're going to be here someday. Okay, really? But something grew in me. You know that God is a gardener? He plants seeds. He puts it in your heart. And then it begins to grow. And you can't shake it. Yoda tried to run from God, right? He didn't want to go to Nineveh. These, these guys make me sick. That's what he was saying to God. He thought he had it all figured out. They wouldn't respond anyway. That's his attitude. I'm just going to jump on a ship. I'm just going to get away from everything and from God. And God is just going to leave me alone. And a lot of people... Unfortunately, in that boat. Listen, you can only go so long. If the hound of heaven, the Holy Spirit is on your trail, you might as well just give up. Surrender. It'll be a whole lot better. You can take the short way back or you can take the long way back. God wants you back. God always loves people that have walked away from him. He knows, well, he may give you your, what you want. He'll leave you on your own. But he's merciful. And you listen to the hearts of people that are in teen challenge, who've gone through some hard things, an addiction, and see how the hand of God was with them, even though they weren't following God. You hear that over and over again. And so Rahab's can be saved too. The down and outers, the ones you wouldn't think would ever become to faith. Guess what? God died for them too. So imperfect people finding a perfect God. Dwight Palmquist, who passed away recently years, served the Lord for so long, 40 probably plus years in the island of Philippians. Philippines. He'd stand here and he'd say it like this, I'm just an ordinary person serving an extraordinary God. Humble man with faith. Over and over again, God would use him and protect him. Whatever the Lord is calling you and I to do, it is a work that we can do. Is there a work? Yes. What is the work? Number one, love God. Be first. Be first. Then as the Lord moves you to demonstrate an act of kindness, maybe it's giving something away that you no need. Faith working along, God working along our faith, verse 22. God working through our faith. God is saying to us, no matter what and no matter where, it is a work worth doing. If it just touches one, 
is a work worth doing. Philip, remember that guy in the book of Acts? He was having revival, right? Things were going great. The multitudes were showing up. Healings were happening. God says, uh, Philip, there's a certain person down the back road over here. They don't understand. Leave the multitude and go down the desert road and find it. I want to save that person. You know that story. They rode together. The Ethiopian man says, well, I don't know what I'm reading. I don't understand it. And the Scripture says, Philip preached Jesus to him. Explain the Scriptures. Right? Anyway, the man gets baptized right on the spot. So let's keep on looking. Let's keep on believing that God is not finished no matter how young or old we are. Come on. God is, has a plan. God has a purpose. And you know, there may be days when you feel like, what use am I anymore? You just begin to sing a little praise song. You begin to sing a little song of thankfulness. You begin to think about what God has done and going to do through you as a vessel. And you begin to praise Him. You know, I think one of the ways that's a powerful weapon is praise. No matter what you feel like, you can praise the Lord. And pretty soon, it may be hard to just start saying praise the Lord, and all of a sudden it starts to come easier. You know what that is? It's called priming the pump. 